Hello and welcome to the Digital Jeweller Podcast. My name is Ryan Edkins and on today's show I'm joined by Graham Dix from GV UK. So the question is this, how are we as jewellers going to thrive in this ever-changing economy? How do we market our products and our services out into the world to ensure we get our message heard? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ryan Edkins and welcome to the Digital Jeweller. Hi, Graham. Ryan, good to see you. Good or speak to, see to you at least. Good to hear you as well. <laughs> um, great, you're up in Leeds, aren't you, Graham? Uh, no, no, no. We moved our office to Hertfordshire oh, uh, where okay. we live. Uh, did that a few years ago. We had two at one stage. Uh, as we had a training base up there uh, now with the online of digital um, digital training um, mm. most people choose to go that way so it's a natural um, well, yeah. end of path there so um, the, the trainer he went freelance and we decided that was a good opportunity to 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 day on downscale to the one office which we have and it's a great location we're literally 30 minutes from Hatton Garden by train Perfect. And it's up the Thames Link line, so it works every three months. Much and, more uh, accessible, good. I guess, as well, isn't it? Then <clears throat> it's a great location. Mm. You know, you're you're near the M1, the M25, the A1. It's uh, an hour and a half to Birmingham, and and of course, most of our customers are there. We can get up to Scotland by train and or by plane in a very short period of time. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're fortunate to have picked this position, looking after the customers. So let's um, start then maybe with a brief uh, introduction on yourself and um, GV UK. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm 55 now. Um, I've been in jewellery since I left school. I did a, a retail apprenticeship um, with Bravingtons, who, who were based in King's Cross. The, the company's long since gone very, very old fashioned, but mm. actually really good for, for, for a young lad um, to, to learn the ropes uh, from silversmithing to to clocks, watches, etc. So that was actually quite good grounding. Um, I then went to Hatton Gardens for, for five, six years, which was very good commercially. Uh, and then I went on the road um, for a company called Excalibur, for those old enough to remember those, um, and then joined a Gallery, which became Gallery and Abbeycrest. Um, yeah. And we got it up to about a £90 million turnover at one stage. And, um, wow. That was pretty impressive. So in the, uh, in the, good, the golden era, as I call it, <laughs> it was yes. Lockets out by the by the tonnage. Yes, yeah. it was a phenomenal level of business that we were and doing. Like the yellow gold, I guess, as well, is it? Yeah, and maybe nine carat. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We used to used to sort of shovel it out. It was wonderful, and uh, all good British manufacturing as well, which is um, yeah something yeah. that we've managed to keep keep hold of. That's where we first actually got introduced to Gem Vision's Matrix. Uh, and that's how the whole relationship started off. But tell and me how, so, how you yeah first come across GemVision, because obviously they're a company now that are at the forefront of, of CAD design and that area of the, the industry. Um, and well, you've, you've got a very long relationship with them, haven't you? Yeah, well, well Jeff, uh, Jeff High founded uh, GemVision about 23 years ago, and um, we were one of the earlier customers. And um, the head designer, a guy called Gary Baines, he, uh, he, he bought into GemVision with their Matrix program. Right. And it really monumentally brought production forward months, literally months overnight, where we could manufacture to weight, to scale, to price in a very short period of time. 
historically we'd make three, four hundred lines and sell sixty, uh, having vetted them all and narrowed them down. <clears throat> now we can design two, three, four hundred lines, um, and you can finesse them so you actually get down to exactly the number you want, the pricing you want, the scale you want, and um, and so you don't have all the production wastage. Um, and so you could actually get products to market a lot, lot quicker. And we, being a brand leader as we were at the time, mm. one of the problems we had was that everyone would copy us. Yeah. But because we were so much quicker at producing new designs, what they'd find is that no sooner as they copied us, we're actually on to the next level, into the next layer. So 25% of all our business was always new business. So every year we would have maybe five or 600 new lines. Wow. All quality tested in terms of weight at price point. We'd always try and work at a price point. So if you wanted to lock it in the window to retail at seventy nine ninety five, as an example, as it was then, mm. you could work all the way back into your your manufacturing guide. So you knew how a specific weight you needed to achieve and a costing. And so, I guess uh, that that was you know that was the groundbreaking discovery. I guess the fact that you could literally price a product from the digital file, you know exactly, or very nearly what it would come out at, and, and make the adjustments digitally without having to go back and forth with the the master and molding process, right? Absolutely, yeah, spot on. And uh, so it, it transformed the business from that point of view. So I mean, Gary then then went and represented uh, Genvision for Europe. Um, and uh, being a friend of mine, he um, we were chatting over Christmas, talking family stuff, and uh, he said, I need somebody with your skills. And uh, I said, well, listen, I, I've always loved what it does, so we made it happen. So I joined the team, and then he went over to Stuller um, yeah. in America, in Lafayette, Louisiana, which is about a couple of hours from uh, New Orleans and Dallas. And, You've been um, over there a few times, haven't you? A beautiful yeah, uh, part of yeah. uh, America. It's lovely when it's not too warm, but my goodness me. It feels like Louisiana at the moment, doesn't it, in it's, the UK? <laughs> it's, it's nowhere near as hot and sweaty, but, uh, but you know, it's, all, it's all pretty good stuff. Mm. So anyway, I took over. I took over the business, and we, we, um, Jeff allowed us to break away from being owned by himself and uh, Stuller, and we became a distributor. So we started nearly five years ago, GV UK uh, Design, and... Um, uh, we've got my wife here uh, who does all the finance accounts and basically runs the ship in terms of making sure bills get paid. And then we've got uh, Glenn who's been with us for about 10 years. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, Milan, our service engineer, who's got years, many years of experience with 3D printers and, uh, and laser scanners and um, engravers and so forth. So it's a good, good team. I'd be interesting to uh, to see screenshots of how Matrix was like in the first and second versions. That must be, um, uh, you know, completely different to how it is now in a way. It's quite funny because you would move. Uh, I remember the first time I ever saw it, I was seeing a, a gem set bracelet on the screen and she would move the mouse and would sit there and wait for two minutes. Oh, really? And, and, until the product <laughs> moved on the screen and it caught up. And we were, we were thinking that was fantastic. And that, um, that was probably because of the computer power at the time, was it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was a bit like the early faxes when you watch it appear on the page. <laughs> wow. But, uh, and and it's, it can, it's only going to improve the speed and uh, the efficiency of the program, I guess, as it get, goes forward. Well, it's interesting conversation because that comes on to, uh, you know, technology doesn't stand still. And, yeah. you know, we, Matrix, which is, which is without doubt, it's the number one, jewelry design software in the world 
and uh, it, it doesn't everything. We're very we're very grateful. It's a great brand, and we've looked after it and nurtured it and served the customers, and it's become a bit of a community. Mm. Now the next stage, we're on Matrix Nine, so Matrix Ten, assuming they're going to call it that, um, will Matrix be X, maybe. Yeah, they might go a bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to disassociate ourselves from Windows. Yeah, the um, you, you know, we're looking at changing the platform and bringing that up to date, so uh, everything works a lot quicker, a lot smoother. Um, then we can add added added features. You, you know, you are going to see uh, parametric modeling um, in its fullest sense, which um, saves the designers so much time. Yeah do this do this well and it's all a benefit to and it's all live isn't it parametric modeling it's live adjustments yes. of um, yeah. within boundaries i guess well we've been using it for some years uh with counter sketch uh which gemvision devised with stuller as a way of having completed finished models that uh every retailer can actually experience and use in, in store uh, and that way they can bring up, for example, a halo cluster and literally click of a button, change the shape of the stone, the size of the stone, and all the setting and all the melee and all the smalls will just adjust around it. Mm. It's very clever. I've not seen that technology used in any industry anywhere in the world. I mean, it is that groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, it's phenomenal what it can do. Really, really um, is. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you know the future iterations, especially in terms of you know the rendering quality with live rendering as you're seeing it as well. That seems to be getting better every year as well. Yes, and obviously V-Ray, who we're using yeah. at the moment, uh, they yeah. do that RT real-time rendering, mm. which has great um, you, you know designing jewelry, getting that fine level of detail to finish it off really nicely takes a bit of time, and if you can render it a lot quicker. That's, so for our um, uh, retail jeweler listeners um, out there at the moment, how, how do you think um, CAD design uh, will continue to affect the jewelry industry and what can they do to, to embrace it? Because I guess there's a lot of jewelers that are still a bit hesitant um, because it is advanced technology, I guess you could say. But um, how, how do you think that they can leverage it going forward? I think the honest truth is that a lot of people want to do this. They want to embrace the technology, but they don't necessarily have the, the personnel on board who understand it. And that, I think, has been the biggest restriction um, on, in holding them back. Um, yeah. Talking to one retailer not so long ago, he said, well, you know, my staff are all of mature age and, and not tech savvy on computers. So when you're at that level, you, you need to look at, embracing um, the opportunities of younger, perhaps they are younger, typically younger staff who, who find this a more natural path for them. And only when they do that, they can see that they can easily add on quarter, half, even a million pounds with a turnover yeah. onto, their, onto their store without incrementing any, any more start, any more um, stockholding costs. Yeah. It's the, that um... makes all the, sense. the accountants love it. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, giving, utilizing digital products um, that can be customized and visualized uh, is definitely a way to expand the jeweler's offering, as you say. Um, yeah. I, be I believe that will continue to grow. Um, and there is a fear. People are, are, are nervous about it. And, yeah. and, and very aware of 
um, what Cadfolio has done and how you've embraced it and you've automated as much as possible. Mm. Uh, it's phenomenal what, what you've achieved within the jewelry world. But if you take it globally in terms of other industries, it is where we are quite behind in, in some of the applications that are available. Um, right. But I can it's the tradition that we still have. What's lovely about our trade is that the craftsmanship is still alive and kicking. The British manufacturing done locally at home in workshops and the back of stores is still very, very strong. And that's what we have always tried to work with because the, the, they are our customers. They are our future. That's right. I think, uh, as you say, you know, the, the craftsmanship that is what uh, consumers buy into, you know, the, the history of a jeweler and, and you know, the, the expertise that they have. And I, I think uh, CAD design is, is making these craftsmen more of a hybrid um, craftsman where they, uh, they should be anyway, leveraging digital design uh, on top of their hand skills, you could say, um, to, to really improve the, the number of products and the, the reach of the, their business. It's absolutely spot on. Uh, you, 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 you've got to look at the commercial realities. Uh, if you're making a collet uh, or collars, I saw the lovely neck piece I saw recently, um, every, every collet was handmade uh, and the chap had spent six weeks so far on that model. Well, uh -huh. he, he could have printed the whole lot in, in, in a day mm -hmm. and assembled them, having cleaned them up you know, in, a, in a much shorter period of time. There, there's not a lot of romance in doing basic collars. Um, so you, you've got to embrace the technology. I rarely, rarely do I go into a workshop and not see a Rofin laser welder. They just accept it's an intrinsic part of their workshop. They That's need right. to have that sort of technology available. This is, this is another extension, a, a much smarter, more intelligent one, but it's a great tool for them. And it is only a tool, you know, without their skill levels and their craftsmanship and all those years of learning, they, they, they're not going to do a great job. It's amazing the younger generation do so well with it. But if you get a, a craft, master craftsman using these tools, that is the perfect combination. It really is. It, it kind of supercharges their ability in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Mm -hmm. It adds whistles and bells to them. And there's actually no downside to it. Um, you're, you're, I think you know all the, all the top jewelers are, are all using our software. Yeah, um, all using the laser welders and the, and the 3D printers. That's uh, that's another move on again. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think you know um, I've seen people at the moment they're um, testing with uh, these latest resin printers to offer uh, short lead time prototypes of digital designs to their end consumer. Um, yeah, come back the next day and and see the ring that we've designed for you in in a resin and try it on. It blows, yeah, that, blows, blows your mind, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it? We, you know, you and I might take this for granted, but but so many people still don't don't understand it. What we're careful of is is that you are uh, thinking this is all new, but that the younger generation are, are walking in, kind of expecting that level of service mm. now. You know, you you've got next day delivery now as standard on on sites like Amazon, and uh, we, we've we've become a now society. Whereas we, there are some things where that is applicable, uh, other things we do want to hold things back a bit and make it very special. 
but the tools allow us to bring things to market an awful lot quicker and more reliably on, on target in terms of budget and time. And that we've got to bear in mind. We've, I think most jewelers over time have lost money on, on jobs that have gone mm. badly wrong and over, over shot costs here, at least with the digital side of, of technology, you, you're able to know what your costs are. Um, you know, even reprinting um, a, a ring, a different finger size. Well, it was going to cost you, if you had your own printer, a, a pound to print a ring. Um, it's cheaper than sizing that's it. Right. Again, that's another 15 pounds you've saved or another two days if you had to send it to another workshop. And it's um, interesting, as you say there, that the, you know, the, these costs are reducing considerably year on year. And um, with, with digi digital design, if, if you can offer this um, experience in store of visualization and, and uh, different variations of a product, and the consumer can be confident that they're going to get exactly what they've seen, they're more than happy to wait for that custom piece to be made. And it's going to reduce returns. Um, it's going to incre increase that customer satisfaction. And um, everyone's going to be happy. You know, the, the jeweler's always going to hit their margin uh, every time because they're using technology that allows them to be confident of the cost, as you say. It's a perfect scenario where you can design something, guarantee that it's going to look exactly as you want it to look. Uh, the customer signs it off saying, yep, that's what I want to see. You know it's what's going to cost you. You can manufacture it once you've been paid. So you, you, you can't imagine it any better where you're actually getting paid ahead of manufacturing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that changes everything. It releases so much stock burden from your window. Uh, if if you, have a, you have your rose gold ring and she wants white gold or platinum, you've got to make it again. Well, with the bespoke service, you, you'll make exactly what they want the first time and not have to worry about the extra stock that you would otherwise like to think you like to keep, which you just don't need. Right, it's, you know, using examples, samples and examples, as I, as I call it in my book, that, um, that you should be selling from now to really give that experience and, and ensure that your stock holding is, is as low as it can be. There's no need to, to um, have hundreds of thousands of pounds of stock anymore. This is what the... I think I've seen a lot of wedding ring firms supply mm. samples um, on, on some of the more fancy ranges. Well, companies like Stuller, and I know, um, I think you do similar, where you could actually order what I would call brass and glass samples. These are beautifully finished, rhodium-plated, Shirovsky crystal or, or CZ samples uh, that can go in the window uh, and a small cabinet with what looks like 30,000, pounds worth of jewellery uh, is is probably a thousand pounds with the samples, and uh, it just looks fantastic. Also reduces your insurance liability, and, uh, and allows you to let people try samples on. I think it's pretty important. We're trying to make uh, break down barriers with with jewelers and and have open cabinets. Let them pick up samples. That's, that's, if you think it's brass and glass, you, you can do it. that. And it, it, it again adds to that experience. It, there's less. Um, you know, hesitation from the consumer because you're you're actively inviting them to to pick up these samples and they're open for you to try on. And that's how jewelry, um, the jewelry industry should be moving towards. It's you know the the millennials and the Generation X consumers they they expect that because they're getting it from other industries. 
and it goes on to the fact that the high streets have become destination places, social environments. You should better walk in and try clothes on. You should better walk into a jeweler's and try rings on, try watches on. And uh, it's difficult because of the high value and nature of, of what we do that a lot of shops have security doors, et cetera, which is always a challenge. There's not a lot one can do. But by having these prototype samples uh, with the digital connection, so you can print, pick up any, any Stuller ring sample and go straight to the screen, input the code, and that ring will come up on the screen. You can then change the metal color, the stone color, the shape of the stones. You can add stones, take stones away, see how it looks on the hand, um, render it, and price it. Now, that you can have up on a screen in the shop for customers to try themselves, which I think is pretty amazing, guided by um, shop staff. So I think that the opportunities are all there. We just need people to wake up and, and appreciate that. It is available yeah. for them. They haven't got to think it's a massive, massive hill to and climb. And that, that they can brings us on to, to train training, them. I guess, then. It's, it's about education and training to help uh, jewelers out there uh, leverage these tools that are available, but um, their staff may not be confident using them. Um, and you, you offer yourself training days, do you? Yeah, we, we train and support everything that we sell. So whether it's Matrix, uh, GemVision, introduced uh, a couple of years ago online training academy there are now over a thousand hours of tutorial videos so if you're a matrix user and you want to learn a particular subject you can just watch online 24 7 uh, it's like youtube but a subscription channel and and you can become an expert in that particular field if whether it's exquisite parve or or channel setting you can watch how to do it in a very short period of time without having to read War and Peace and six albums. You just want to learn. You can dip in and out, can't you, whenever you like. That's the beauty of it. Mm. Uh, yes. And the fact that you can do it 24-7, as long as you've got internet access, you, you can just watch it. So that's been phenomenal. That, that has taken away the classroom environments. You know, for, Typically, you would have a four-day class, and that would cost more than the annual subscription. Right to the academy so it, it's a natural progression and it's been hugely popular We've globally i mean really we touched has. on um uh how cad design is is helping uh, goldsmiths and, and craftsmen at the bench really embrace and, and promote british uh, manufacturing but it'd be good to also talk about how because these are digital products they can be created by these cad designers from around the world what what do you feel um, about that side of the industry and, and how jewelers can talk to these designers from around the world. Do you feel that's something that will grow as well? Well, I've always been a believer in, in you've got to give me choice. Mm. I, I want the opportunity to, to, to do what I want the way I want to do it. Now, because I want to get into bespoke, I have the choice of dealing with people globally. And it... They're all digital files, so they can come from anywhere in the world. It doesn't really matter that they're next door or, or halfway around mm. the world. If I want to have it uh, manufactured in the UK, I could still have it designed abroad. If I want to have it made in my hometown and designed in my hometown, I can do that. And that's what we've always offered is absolute choice. We provide the tools. We provide the training and support. It's up to you how you want to use those mm. tools. Because you're the designer, 
we are we are merely the humble tool provider and that's important that you will always always have choice with counter sketch you can decide whether you want Stuller, who who are the largest jewelry manufacturer in America, they can manufacture it beautifully for you and deliver it as a finished piece, or you can download the CAD file and have it made locally. Yeah, that is your choice, and that I think is key is is to have that choice. And and it gives you know as you say that um, trust in the tools. You know if, if if jewelers want to use it in a certain way, let them do it and let them work on it themselves. It, it's it, should be open to everyone because technology is only going to drive uh, the industry forward. And by limiting it, it, it can be um, quite a burden on a, on a jeweler, especially when they have to wait weeks from pieces abroad, um, even up to a month sometimes. It's, it's always a challenge, but as long as you have choice and it's a real choice, um, I think there's progress. I think when you start restricting choice, um, then people become reluctant and they'll find other ways. It's like water pouring down down a stream. Uh, it'll always find its easiest path and the one with least resistance. You can dam it up and try and divert them for a while and it might work for a while, making them go a certain route, but eventually it'll find its way through and it'll resist any attempt to try and circumnavigate right. or, right. or stall what you want to do. You've got to give people choice. Uh, we give you the tools, we give you the support, the training, we're there to help you. And um, in terms of the, the digital um, design side of things, I guess as Matrix is something that does require um, hours put into it to learn. Uh, for those jewelers who would rather use a freelancer or, or someone um, that they can trust to create the 3D model, where do you think the the best opportunities for them are to, to maybe dip their toe into custom design using uh, CAD design. Well, you've got a, it's what's interesting now, you've got a, a wealth of, of the younger generation who come through Glasgow Kelvin College uh, Jewelry School. You've got the, the Birmingham School of Jewelry. You've got uh, Holtz um, and a number of other, uh, Plymouth, I think, and also um, Kilkenny all sending out degree students in jewellery, all starting out, all looking for work. Some are embracing a particular field. Some go straight into CAD and, and they are looking for work. They can happy to work from home. There are companies like CADfolio that, that offer a, a one-stop solution. There are companies, uh, Western Beemore, have, have done that specifically well over a number of years. And most of you will, will know Western yeah. Beemore phenomenal size business and built up on, on offering a customer total fulfillment. And uh, so that's, you, you have the choice. So what I suggest people do is, is talk to people in the industry. They know if you're in a buying group, talk, talk to people in that group. If you're a member of the NAJ, which is uh, always worth being a member of, um, give them a call. They will put you in touch with people as well that can offer the sort of service that might suit your level. There are some of our customers, uh, David Valley at Gala Creations, who's very, very much into sculptural pieces. And, um, you know, he can do amazing figurines. Um, you might not want to use him for a four-mill wedding mm. band. But, he's he's um, very good at organic yeah. design and um, I'm very well known for that as well, isn't he? 
very talented and he's done some some very large pieces um that have gone on public shows so uh yes that um it's right 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 tall right person for the right job so um definitely so um where can our listeners find out more about the the tools that you offer graham where, where can they uh they go and, and look at the different tools that are available well we've we've got the the rofin lasers we've got gemvision's cad software programs matrix and counter sketch and we've got envision tech's advanced 3d printers all on our website which is the gvukdesign.co.uk website uh, it's it's nice and clear it's nice laid out there's plenty of videos there so you can actually have examples of what what's going on and how these um how, how these designs are made and so forth so uh if you if you like what you see, give me a call and we will we'll chat further. We're going to be at IJL, which is the second to the fourth September. That's always a really good show for us. Looking forward to that. And if you're looking for us, they've cited us right next to the Champagne Bar, just upstairs. That's so, very um, convenient for you, Graham. Oh, yeah. No doubt we'll uh, we'll have to meet there for a drink during the show. <laughs> yes, good. Yeah, so, so thank you. Well, thanks yeah. very much for, for joining me today. It's been uh, great to share your insight into the industry and, and to learn more about the, the tools that you yourself offer and that are available to jewelers looking to um, embrace it. So, uh, yeah, no doubt we'll catch up again soon. And, and thanks again for, for joining me. Well, you've been a great ambassador driving uh, industry forward with technology and, and doing what you say on the tin. So um, thank you, Grant. good luck to you and uh, thank you. No All right. Take Good. care.